0: And welcome back to the Unpredictable Podcast, where no topic is too controversial or uncomfortable to handle—the safe haven for each listener. There is never a dull moment or topic. Every Saturday, we tackle a new topic, whether it's my boyfriend is leaving me but I love him, or the oil crisis in the world. So sit back and let's see if we can figure out the roller coaster of reality together. welcome back to this week's podcast. So, as I would have said in the last podcast on well, January Mountain, this is a love month And I will just go in depth now. I don't like Valentine's Day. Don't care about the day. I have gifts from it. I'm looking at my old gift right now, right in front of me. It doesn't matter. I don't think the day holds any significance because it's a day that is it's more like a day for businesses, more than a day for actual couples to show love. And any couple to me that dedicates Valentine's Day as a day of just like love and affection is just weird to me because we have 365 days in a year, and don't tell me one out of those 365 is just that day for you. It doesn't. I feel kind of bad for single people because they put a lot of pressure on single people. around valentine's day oh you have nobody there's just a song about this um it's like valentine's is coming where is your boyfriend you are sitting alone lonely it's like a real song that somebody sings every single year on valentine's day for single people as a single person it hurts it really doesn't but yes so this is gonna be a month of love that is deeper than just the romantical love. Of course, it will be brought up. However, we're going to be tackling in the next few weeks platonic love, self-love, re-entering a love life or re-entering that reality of going back into relationships and the single life. We're going to be bringing up the single life again, single life part two. So yeah, I'm really excited to tackle all of these topics. And for this week's episode, we're going to be starting off one time, with (sighs) self-love a a topic that is near and dear to my heart and i'm so excited to talk about it as we get into this week's episode so stay tuned welcome to today's episode so our first point of the day is what self-love means to me so a little background into my self-love journey um i up until let's say 2019 never genuinely knew what self-love i would have been 19 or 20 depending on the time of the year let's say 20 let's go with 20 and i didn't know what love and least self-love truly meant. Yes, of course, I would do like face masks and I would meditate and spend time with myself, but was that really enough? And that's the question I had to ask myself, of course, in 2020, 2021, and now in 2022, as I reflect on what I did back then and if it was enough in the time, at the time, I mean, at the time, and if it would be enough now. And my answer to that is, at the time, not being knowledgeable, it was enough. Because that's all I could do. But now, looking back, it wasn't. Like, if I had to do more, I, I do so much more now for myself, in terms of making sure I feel loved by myself, <laughs> that I don't think I, could, I was capable of doing that back then. Some of the things that I do, of course, I journal a lot. I have what we call a happiness jar. So on my lowest days, when I need to feel that level of love and appreciation for myself, I just dig in my jar with, long story short, the happiness jar consists of happy moments that I've experienced in my life. So when I have a happy moment, so let's just say, mm, I would say movies with my brother, Kevin, I would write that in my jar. And that would be a memory that I will always remember as a happy memory for myself. So I would look at that and I would reminisce on, oh my gosh, I remember the movie. And I most likely wouldn't remember the movie. But I would remember the movie and it was so much fun. So there are things that I do now. Of course, the happiness jar, I journal and so much more that I wasn't doing back then. You know? So self-love for me is making time for yourself. Self-love is dedicating a moment to just appreciate who you are. And of course, in some moments, you may not feel 100%. In some moments, you may have negative thoughts. In some moments, you'll be going through it 100%. I 100% understand. I, I go through it myself. But it's that little moment where you could just bring back a little bit of joy to your heart. And that's the whole point of what self-love is. I would love to look up the official definition of the urban dictionary, but to me, you define what self-love is for you, you know? I have friends who, I'm trying to think of a random thing, they sometimes go like like ATV writing, and for them, that's a moment where they have self-love. I play Sims, I record podcasts, I do these type of things, and for me, this is me expressing myself and also giving love back to myself you know so of course the urban dictionary definition will be general but you have to specify what self-love means to you or second point i guess this is something that i used to beat myself up a lot about years ago years ago like two years ago maybe is being self-aware for just like knowing and defining what self-love was for me me becoming self-aware was an uphill battle i will never lie to anyone i didn't i wasn't self-aware i would make decisions and not realize the implications and the consequences that it will have in my life and face those consequences years months weeks later and be like what the hell why is this happening to me? When two weeks ago, I made a decision that would lead to this. And I I I want to just, as I always say, I, I love to reference back to things and give people the appreciation and the respect and the thanks for what they did. So I had an individual in my life who wasn't beneficial to me. And it was in leaving that situation that I became self-aware. I, I wish I, I I, th- I think I said it in like a few episodes back where I was like, I'll thank my ex. I'll thank my ex because in leaving the situation I was in, I might thank my ex like two times more in this, this podcast. But in leaving the situation I was in, I was able to acknowledge things that I wasn't able to before. A good example. It got to the point where I used to just say I was sorry for everything. Every little thing I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. And there was a day where we had an argument, and he was like, Don't say you're sorry because it doesn't mean anything to you. And before he said it, I didn't believe that. But when he did, I realized I've just been saying I'm sorry and kind of doing the exact same thing again. And when I left that situation, I made sure that when I say I'm sorry, I change. Or, and I'll be honest when I say this, I would say something along the lines of, I acknowledge what I did affected you, and I am working towards bettering myself in that area, instead of saying I'm sorry. That's something I genuinely do. But I think the con of becoming self-aware is that when you're making decisions, you realize that like, you can think ahead. So it's like a that's a reason kind of thing, where like, I, I see the future, of, if I make this bad decision... Ah, this will happen and then it will trickle into that and if I just make the right decision now I'll, I'll, I'll be in a better position but it wouldn't be as fun you know it's like I wouldn't be building my storyline in a sense and that was like a big thing for me where I was telling my friend up to like two weeks ago one of the guest speakers for this month and I was telling her I was like because we've been in similar situations in terms of relationships and how we've grown and how we build. built um, I was telling her I hate how self-aware I am now because I can't make bad decisions. Like, if I make a bad decision, it wouldn't affect anybody but me. But honestly, I just can't make bad decisions anymore because I think ahead. I'm so aware of who I am now that when I'm about to make a decision, I evaluate it holistically. I take three days max to evaluate it. If something bad happens to me and i don't know how to process it i legit take three days it was like, like 72 hours i take 72 hours and i take my time and i process it i process in my heart in my mind i was like why do you feel this way made me what would you do differently if this situation is to happen again this is a thing i regularly do now for big things you know not like road rage that, that happens and i progress that. but like that's the thing i have to do now is like i have to sit down and analyze How I feel about what happened and what I would do differently. Something I never did before. I would just move on. I would remember it, but I would just move on. You know what I mean? So in becoming self-aware, the one thing I would always tell persons, persons who aren't fully self-aware now and persons who are progressing, and persons who are already self-aware will legit relate to this, is accept the fact that consequences aren't as entertaining to you as they were before. And accept the fact that you are more aware of the implications in your life. What you could do differently to prevent those issues, those consequences. These are things that you are more aware of and actually work towards that instead of just wanting to make things go wrong because it's fun, you know. The yings and the yangs. Did I say that correctly? Yin and yang. Why did I say the and the ads? I think that this is one of the most impactful things I've been since being single, since opening up to understand what self love is. And people will fight me on this one. I don't get it. It's controversial, I guess. But I think that self, being selfish and being selfless is the same thing. Fight me if you want to. I've come to the conclusion that in being selfless, that means you are caring for others. Of course, in some sense, like you're you're doing something, and in a selfish way, not expecting anything in a, as a reward. But in being selfish, it is the first step step in being selfless, because in ensuring that you are okay. I guess to me personally, again, this is just me. I I don't see a person like there are some persons who are just selfish and it's in a vindictive way that's completely different but i think in me caring about myself so much i am able to care for others because of the fact that i and i will always tell with this now i love myself more than I ever love myself in my entire life and i value my friends and i value the important people in my life my family my sisters, my brothers, my cousins, my my aunt, some of them, not all of them, of course. My uncles, some of them, not all of them, of course. My parents, my grandparents, and great grandparents that have passed away. I value them more now than I did years ago, because of how selfish I became. I was able. This is this is very weird, I guess, but I was able to gain a level of appreciation for them. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it really doesn't but i think in me falling back in love with myself i was able to be there for them more i think when you aren't in love with yourself or when you don't love yourself enough you tend to close off you tend to become distant you tend to kind of put yourself in a bracket away from everyone else i remember when i was in university especially in my second my last year in university where I spent like a semester and a half, I guess, in UWI away from home. I didn't speak to any of my relatives. I don't talk to them at all. My little cousins, because they're like my kids, they are all were like, they have talking to me. they have checking in on me." And I was like, "I'm so sorry." You see that sorry word that I was still using. I don't know what I, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what's gonna happen. Blah blah blah. And I had to gain appreciation for myself again. To really feel like I could speak to them. Because I didn't want to enter anything with them. And it wasn't genuine. Or I wasn't authentic. You know what I mean? So in, so in doing so. I actually gained that appreciation for them. And that's why I think it's like a yin and yang thing. I think that you cannot be selfish without being selfish. And I don't think you can be selfish without being selfish. I don't think it works that way. I think you need both to be grounded and be balanced in such a way that you are there for yourself but you are also there for others if you don't if you only have one look at it like this right if you're only selfish then you aren't there for anybody else and you can't expect other persons to be there for you and if you're only selfless then you can't be there for yourself you most likely wouldn't be there for yourself and you would only be there for others so who's gonna be there for you you know what i mean there's this Ed Sheeran song, which is such a weird reference for me. <laughs> but it was on his Divide album, I think. Or his ad album. I think he has an album for each like mathematical like operation, addition, division, whatever. But let's say it's his Divide album. And he practically said in one of his songs, A human being's purpose is to radiate or drain. And that's not true entirely. A human being's purpose is to radiate and dream. You you do the both you do both of them. Like it's not like a, a tit for tat kind of game. You legit do both. So for some persons, you are that energy in their life. So they drain that from you. But you also drain that from others. Some of us are lucky enough that we just drain it from ourselves. I was telling my cousin like a few weeks ago, because he's fifteen. Fifteen yeah, he's fifteen. His brother is seventeen. I suddenly both of them. I was like Love is a renewable source. And until you realize that, you will never be able to genuinely love a lot of things in your life. You won't genuinely be able to love yourself because you're thinking about it in such a way that it runs out because you're only giving it to one person. It doesn't work like that. The love that you have automatically comes from you, right? 100%. The love that other people give to you, that's their choice. The love that you give to others, that's your choice. But you have to love yourself first to continue to like renew renew that energy. If you don't have love internally for yourself, where are you getting this love from? From the market? No. From your local grocery? No. Where? From my warehouse? No. You got to get it from yourself. So if you, cont- if you continue and constantly think that I have to provide love to others for them to love me, that's not how it works. You have to provide love for yourself first and give some to others, but not just give everybody your love. That that means you're left with nothing, you know? So I think, and I would end with saying, the aspect and the whole look, our outlook of self-love and love in general is giving and taking. But you have to make sure that you give to yourself to be able to take from yourself. It is an internal investment that you always have to make and the only way to renew it and for it to be to flourish is me that you have to give to yourself. Our final point of the day, of course, is the canvas and your muse. I remember, of course, whenever I finally get a chance to read my book, Um, In the chapter about, my final chapter in the book that's dedicated towards love, we mention, we, I, (laughs) I mention finding your muse. There's an entire chapter dedicated to knowing what your muse is. And let me tell you why. I I use this analogy when I talk about my last relationship and all my relationships really, where I say, I have a painting. took my time I worked really hard on this painting it's Mona Lisa-esque let's call it that and I give it to my current significant other and they look at it tilt their head and say, it's just not it they get white paint and they cover the entire thing and then they do that you know like when when artists professional ones all of them they put like their initials on the bottom and that's what they leave me with. They leave me with a blank canvas. They wipe my muse clean. And it, especially over the years, I have had to re- rediscover Christopher Columbus style. <laughs> I have to rediscover what my muse is. I have to learn again or relearn what my life and what i mean to myself and it's such a weird thing to have to like rediscover yourself i guess because you're supposed to know yourself that's like the way how society like like explains it us. Like, you know yourself you know nobody knows you but it's not that i had to genuinely have a sit-down conversation with myself where i said who am i and who am i now What do I bring to the table? What are my passions? What do I want to learn about? What do I love? Why do I love myself? These are conversations and topics that I had to bring up with myself to regain my muse and to repaint the canvas of my dreams. So now if I, I I guess we're going to talk about it in this month at some point in time, but now if I was to give my canvas to a person, I would give them a copy. I would never give them the original. And it's going to sound weird. You shouldn't give them a copy of yourself. No. It's going to be the exact same version of me. But I will never let... It's like... If you've ever watched Sleeping Beauty... It's like... It's Sleeping Beauty? Beauty and the Beast. I'm sorry. I'm not a Disney fan anymore. Love Encanto though. But if you ever watch Beauty and the Beast... You know that the Beast has in the West Wing... The Rose in the Glass Chamber. That's me. My painting my muse is no longer attainable to anyone but me I have to grant you access to that uh, that that part the west wing I think it was on the west wing I have to grant you access to the west wing of my life which is my muse I'm not gonna just give it away it's not like if you could just walk into the house or it's on the front door in a little a little basket and you could just take it and go it's not like that anymore I must grant you permission. It's like apps on your phone, you know. Do you need permission to use your microphone? Yes, you do. It's not going to be as simple as just clicking yes. It's going to be a whole process. But that's the whole point of it. It's understanding that your muse is something precious. Your muse is something sacred that no one is supposed to be able to deter you from. No one is supposed to be able to enter your life and say, I think you should do this. And like Punchy Mellow, you do it too. That's not how it works. You know what I mean? Your canvas, the painting that represents who you are, should only be accessible to you. You are you should be able to show other people, but they should never be able to actually hold it in their position. Fight me on it. I don't I don't care. I don't think it's fair that other persons, especially when persons don't actually give you their views and their canvas hypothetically speaking, of course, and you're just left with nothing to show but a story. That doesn't make any sense. And I'm telling you from experience, having lost my muse, painting it over and painting that canvas over to a, a masterpiece that I believe was a masterpiece took me a while. I took an entire year off. I'm going to I'm gonna get get into that topic as we progress through Love Month, of course, you know. But I took an entire year off to find out my muse. And I'm so grateful I did it. Because now I'm in a position where I know who I am. I know what my muse is. And I'm able to paint a masterpiece like Northern. So as we close this first episode of Love Month, of course, self-love, I want to challenge each listener to paint their muse hypothetically, if you're not a creative person. I'm not, so I'm not going to try. But paint your muse. Envision what your muse is. Envision who your muse is to yourself. And be able to see it, be able to express yourself about it, and be able to live in it. Because not many people have that opportunity. So this is a challenge to all the listeners to find the muse in you. And that brings us to the end of this week's Waves episode. As I will always say, with each week, I come here and I talk and talk and talk. But I want for each of us to learn from each other, to grow from each other. So if you have a message that you want to send in, you can send that in. My information is always in the description. But stay tuned for more episodes to come, more topics, more controversial topics, and even some sentimental stuff along the way so enjoy the rest of your day your night your evening and continue to be a light in your own life